The opinions stated on this podcast do not represent those of the Alessal as a whole. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Alessal After Hours. This is our podcast where we go beyond the 600 word limit on the page and discuss the news that's happening on campus and in the world. I'm your host, John McGowan. I've got a special guest in the studio with me today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Thomas Drake. I'm a reporter from the Alestal. Thomas, this is your first podcast, is that correct? Yes. How does it feel to be on? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not nervous. I'm okay. Thomas does not care about the podcast. <laughs> yes, um, exactly. <laughs> so we've got uh, three stories that we're talking about today. Um, and we've got a special segment coming up as well, which I hope you guys like. But first, we're going to talk about, uh, this is actually one of your stories, Thomas. Mm-hmm. This is called Motivation and Organization is Key to Stave Off Mid-Semester Slump. So go ahead and, I guess, just tell tell us what that story was all about. First off, I'm sorry for the horrendous headline. <laughs> right. Last-minute headline. Could have. Could, I don't think motivation and organization should, are both supposed to be capitalized, but I'm the one that made that headline, so it's my fault, first off. But it's a fine headline. Is it, yeah, it's okay. It, it gets its point across, but... Um, um, I know like some of my friends who are in, uh, I go to this college and they're having trouble getting back like because like they seem like they have taken all the easy year classes first semester and now second semester that's where like, all the hard classes start right and also you just got back from Christmas and it's a little bit depressing now because it's always dark it's cold so it's kind of hard to stay motivated and organized to uh, complete the the spring semester yeah and um I guess so. What is what? What was your experience like with uh, mid semester slump? How have you kind of gotten uh, over it? If you are getting over it, I'm fa- I was very unorganized. I'm, I I still am kind of unorganized most nights. I go to sleep at four a.m. or go on assignment. Right. But um, I'm fixing it now. I'm starting to go to sleep at two a.m. So we got that's progress. That that's is progress. progress. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've um. I mean, I've definitely experienced some mid semester slump and some beginning of semester slump as well. But I also think that I'm kind of getting out of it right now because I think at this point in the semester it's kind of like you're you're kind of I mean you're out of the beginning right and the beginning was pretty tough for me just because I was like man I like do not care about this <laughs> you know because it's like it's hard to care about zoom school right yeah and um but I mean I'm, I'm definitely at that point where it's like okay like I do need these grades so you know I'm gonna start organizing start making a schedule all that stuff um, and it's working out so far, I think. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to it's it's hard to avoid that mid semester slump, though. I do agree. Yeah, especially like I don't care about geology. Like I don't like. Right. I missed like four quizzes in a row because I just kept forgetting to do them because mm-hmm. I, I was busy with other classes, work, and also like like my my other job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, it's a uh, it's pretty tough. I mean, have you ever? Have you ever missed an exam? You don't have to say it on. Ha- has it has it been that <laughs> bad yet? But I basically missed enough quizzes to make it basically like like sixty percent of an exam grade. I but missed an exam last semester. For what? It was for I don't want to say what class it was. Um, I also am having trouble. Oh, I do remember what it was, but yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Um, but yeah, it was it was just because it basically I was gonna do it. These were like quick exams or whatever. It was a pretty easy class that I knew pretty well. 
and I was going to do it, you know, I was going to start at 11 before midnight because, you know, that's kind of the, the, the schedule that I was on was just doing stuff right before it was due. And it turns out uh, I had forgotten that this class made all their assignments due at 11 instead of at 12. And so as soon as I log on, the exam is closing. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I hate <laughs> that. I hate that because, like, I have a class. I have a class at, um, and for some reason, all the exams and, and like, quizzes they're due on thursday thursday like thursday i love mm-hmm. 9 p.m like who chooses thursday and who, the class does the class take place on friday no it's like a whole asynchronous class oh that is weird yeah like why thursday yeah is it so you, you don't want people to wait for the last minute because we still going to wait for the last minute but on <laughs> thursday instead of sunday yeah yeah exactly it's um i mean it's tough it's tough uh so what were some of the kind of solutions that you found from this writing this article for mid-semester slump um making a calendar and this have to be fancy this have to be anything just it could be literally a piece of notebook paper that you pin to your wall and you write in colored pencil like that that's how simple it could be right and just you could scratch it off maybe not it, it works better for some people if you scratch it off as you do it mm-hmm. like scratching off as you go yeah scratch off as you go along yeah so let's say i had to do the chores like i had to do laundry today at let's say 3 30 p.m and then i do the laundry at 3 30 p.m and then i scratch it off and go on to the next thing yeah no calendars work really well um i mean i've i've started doing that recently one kind of like helpful thing that i've started doing is i like give myself a time that i'm gonna have to do it you know like because you know when when you like disorganization or whatever gets really bad like and procrastination gets bad you need to like literally schedule out your whole day or at least that's what i have to do so like literally i i've got like you know yeah you know get ready for my day at nine you know start working on stuff at two blah blah blah, and just like keep that schedule tight and you don't really have any room to forget about anything you know yeah i like to say i don't procrastinate i just like doing all my work starting from 11 p.m to 5 a.m that's just yeah see that's that's the attitude that i have had (laughs) before as well I'm trying to get out of it though, because uh, I mean, staying up late to do assignments is the worst, and it's like the worst feeling in the world. It's awful. Um, I mean, I I don't want to make it sound too dramatic, but like, it sucks, right? <laughs> like, it's especially when like you maybe you've had some coffee or whatever late at night because you're like, man, I know I'm gonna have to stay up late to do this or whatever, and then you crash, and then you still have to keep going. It sucks. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. So. I haven't been to that point yet. Like, I've always been like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing I do is I stay up all night doing an assignment a few days before it's due. So I don't have to worry about it when it's due. That's a really good... But see, but the, at that point... But I'm basically doing the same thing just a few days earlier. I mean, yeah, but you're going to get it done at least. Well, yeah, but, but it's, not, why, it's not healthy to but stay it, up at 5 a.m. If you, it's not. It's terrible it's terrible for your, for body, your body. But if you have, like, that motivation to do that... To, like, stay up needlessly late before the assignment is even due? Like, why not just do it in the daytime? Is that just, like, the schedule you're on is just working at night? Yeah, I guess so. I, I work out at night. I write my own fiction stuff at night. I do M- MMA training at, like, evening. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I, I work during the day. And also, I, don't own, I, I do, like, the small stuff, like, during the day. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, the big, like... Oh, here's your exam. He's a study guide. You got to fill out like 50 questions. I do that like over like a period of like two nights. Yeah. If it works for you though, um, 
I mean, there's no problem with it. I mean, as long as you're doing this stuff like the couple nights before it's due, you're getting it done. Bef- I mean, beforehand. It works, but I can't see the longevity in it. Right. I mean, as especially as like, I mean, especially as a uh, school starts getting back in person, mm-hmm. you need that energy for the daytime. So, uh, I wish you well, Thomas, in, oh, in also, your endeavors. What was the last thing that you wanted to add about this story? Another thing that can help really motivate a person to do better is the fear of failure. Right. Yeah. So I failed mentally <laughs> this semester. Yeah. Missing literally five quizzes in a row and missing six assignments, like class follow-ups or whatever, in, yeah. a, in a row. And, um, yeah, I, I had two Fs. Two Fs um, literally like two months into the this semester. Has it been two months? I sure. think it's been two months. It was like January okay, a 19th. month, a month, a month into the semester. There you go. Yeah, Th- they're both C's now, so we're, we're doing good. Right, but um, I mean, yeah, I mean, so you, I mean, you'd say that motivated you. Yeah, that, that did motivate me. Yeah, failure, anything yeah, failure. Ma- makes me want to do everything harder and better than everyone else. That's a mindset that I gotta get back into. Yeah, I don't know. I think I gotta start. I think for me, the uh, way to fix all this motivation stuff is to start working out again. Because back, that was the mindset that I had when I was like in sports in high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was like, I'm not gonna fail. What sports did you do? I did cross country and track. I was mm-hmm. a runner. What are you? Um, none. Oh, no jujitsu in high school. Um, I I started jujitsu. Yeah, I guess I did. I I like I started when I was 17 and I went like once and twice a week. Right, but you didn't get serious about it until. Yeah, then. until like um. The summer started. Yeah. Then I started going three three days a week, and then after COVID, after the pandemic, I mean not after the pandemic, but after the lockdown, when you know, everything was extremely locked down, like from March to April. Um. Then I got really serious about it, and, and now I go basically every day of the week. Right. Sounds good. Um. Well, yeah. So I guess uh, final thoughts about this story. You said fear of failure, right? Yeah. Um. If you have any motivational words. Right now, now's your chance to say them. Um, every time you win something, you feel like you fail. So you're never satisfied. So you're ne- yeah, never be satisfied. Don't be complacent. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to go with that as well. And for our next story, uh, this was called Nap Pods Provide New Way to Relax on Study Breaks. This is by copy editor Nicole Boyd. And for this one, me and Thomas actually went on the scene. We tried out these Nap Pods. Uh, and I'm going to let you guys listen to what that was like right now. All right, so we have to talk quietly now because we have found the nap pods. Go ahead and describe what you're seeing right now. Um, so, yeah, it's just like a big, it's like a big gray, like, lounging chair, like you see in like a, a therapist's office. With this big, like, science fiction-looking, like, white shell over it, and I got these little buttons to my right here. Right? Um, I don't, know, I, I don't know what they mean. Yeah, there's a green one. This is start. Oh. Energy pod activated. Enjoy your. Uh. <laughs> oh, now it's playing music. Now it's playing music, and it's lifting me up a little bit. Alright, so I'm entering the nap pod now. It's a big white orb with a bed extending out of it. 
there's a lot of buttons on the right armrest, and there's like a uh, a display that displays it looks like the time. It extends back quite a bit. My legs are basically above my head right now. And it extends down quite a bit as well. There's a light. There's quite a few buttons on here that seem to just not do anything. There's a light button that doesn't turn any light on and there's what looks to be like an air conditioning or like a like some wavy lines that don't do anything. When I press the timer button, it turns on music. It seems like it's kind of hard to control. Also, important to note, there is a headphone jack to play music from as well. And as far as comfort goes, it is pretty comfortable. I think I could take a nap in here. All right, we're gonna get out of here. So what did you think about the pods, Tom? Um, I think though like they could be like they could help a student out, they could benefit the students. I don't You wouldn't use them. I wouldn't use them. I don't want to make this about me, but I don't have time for naps. <laughs> I don't have time for naps. I don't <laughs> only know. time for the grind. Yeah, only time for the grind. Yeah. Stay yeah. grinding. One hundred, fire exactly. emoji, fire emoji. Right. Um I mean, yeah, they're definitely very cool. I'll say that. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys heard or if you saw them, but there are these like futuristic white orbs. Like they look like something out of Wally or something. Like mm -hmm. they've got a bed extending out from the orb, and like your head goes in the orb. And uh, you know it, it plays music. It's got a ton of features. It like has like this remote control on on the armrest that leans you right and back. Um, my only thing is. I know that there's like areas in the library for like relaxation. You know, like there's like that big beanbag section or yeah. whatever. I've heard many people say over the years that there is a meditation room in the library. I've never seen it for myself because I don't really go there often. But this, these nap pods were like right next to like a study table or whatever. Yeah, it's really awkward. It's kind of awkward to get inside of them because it was like right next to a table. It was extremely awkward because like we were trying to narrate or whatever. And there was like a guy right there trying to study. And it's like, I mean, obviously, if you use these nap pods, you're not going to be narrating. Or yeah. But I'm, I don't really want to sleep right next to a guy who's or a girl who's studying their like assignment or whatever. Yeah. It just seems weird. When I heard about this, and it's like, and I was like, does do a lot of people nap in the library? He's like, I don't, I'm not, com I'm not comfortable with just napping in the mm -hmm. public. Technically, is it a public library? It is a public library. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, even if it's not public, it's still on campus. There's gonna yeah. be students there. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely. I mean, maybe it's different for. But I mean, you don't live on campus. I don't live on campus. Say you were, you just maybe say you just were up all night doing your work or whatever then you had to come on campus for an exam the next day then you have to go study or whatever and you have like a break until the end of the day right and mm -hmm. you're like man i'm tired i have to stay here though because i've got an important thing to do would you take a nap no because i'd be afraid i would oversleep but thomas if i if i didn't if i somehow didn't have the power to oversleep 
these nap pods uh, huh. have little timers on them. Oh. But you and I could not figure out how to get them. Yeah, to work. I can. I, can I couldn't figure out how to get them. To that's, work. How, that's why I forgot about them because I couldn't figure out how to get them to work. That's another thing about the pods is, like, yeah, they had like a light button and um, some kind of like button that controlled the atmosphere in the pods. I really couldn't tell. Um, yeah, they seem to be in a bit of. I don't want to say disrepair, but like, like it doesn't seem to be like fully functioning. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I I don't want I don't want to like diss the pods or whatever, but that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, maybe we just didn't figure them out, but yeah, we, I mean I pressed a lot of buttons and they all just kind of either played music or leaned us back and forth. That's not what the buttons were meant to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I pressed the timer button and it, you know, you'd expect the display to change or whatever. It didn't do that. It just made music turn on or whatever. So, which also music, odd choice for a pod that you're supposed to sleep in in a library yeah like while i was playing i felt like i was in an episode of like black mirror I'm like what what is this yeah it's gonna like strap me down like what's going on <laughs> yeah it, it's um they really do like look like something out of black mirror i can't lie i mean they they look cool and futuristic and i would be excited to use them but yeah they're definitely very futuristic and uh a little bit dystopian looking but um but yeah, I mean, once again, like, why music when there's people studying right next to you? Like, that's a little bit annoying, I'd say. Uh, but you know, I'm sure people are gonna be glad to use them. We could only find two of them. And meanwhile, there's some uh, there's some other pods on the floor of the library. There's like these black seating pods, which yeah. are also very cool. I prefer those way more. Really? Yeah. Just because like they're more comfortable. Yeah, they are actually more comfortable, and they they work because they're simple. Yeah, that's there's, true. there's no mechanics with them. That they're just it's just how it's shaped, how how it's naturally the well not naturally it was it was made, but how it was shaped to like built. Mm-hmm. It's just I I just think it's great. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, I think the simplicity is a big part because uh, once first off these look like dentist chairs. We're being really rude to the pods. I these are awesome. I just want to get that out of the way. These are so cool. Uh, they look cool, uh, and I'm glad I have the option available to me. But if I'm being critical, it is. it looks like a futuristic dentist chair. We couldn't make it work, and it's very complicated when maybe I'm just trying to relax, you know, like okay, you said. So, so maybe those smaller pods are better. Objectively. Okay. Let's, see, let's hear it. Objectively. The pods are placed at a really weird angle. They are at they, a weird angle. They are like I don't make like they make, and then they don't they don't work as they work like mostly intended intended. But objectively, the music is a bad idea. Like I can't I cannot go. I think it's playing classical music. I cannot. Maybe I'm just built different. I just <laughs> I just can't go go to sleep with class. Was it classical music that's playing? I don't remember. It was some kind of and like the speakers were bad. Yeah, the speakers were bad. Yeah. You know? Well, the thing is, there's a um, there is a headphone jack. You can't you can't forget the headphone jack. So if can't you want to hear jack. the relaxing music, but once again, if you have headphones, you probably have a phone, and you probably have better relaxing music options on your phone. Yeah, honestly, it sounded very generic. Um, go to Spotify and pull up the atmospheric rain sound playlist. Yeah, so you don't even have Spotify. There's relaxing noises on YouTube, dude. Like we've got free internet here on campus. Like you don't need to be oppressed by these pods. <laughs> um. We're being really rude to these pods. These pods are made by Metro Naps, uh, and you know they're they're once again, go try them out. They're very cool. Um, I mean, 
I wish I could show you guys this photo, but go, I mean, read the article on thelesslive.com. Uh, read what students have to say about the pods. Read what, read what library officials have to say about the pods. And uh, try them out for yourself because they are, they're at least a very, I, they're, if I was showing somebody around the SIU library, I'd be like, oh, yeah, those, those are futuristic napping pods, you know? Yeah, those are, are, are hyper sim, sim pods we yeah. sleep in. <laughs> yeah, those are the sleep spheres. <laughs> the sleep spheres. <laughs> yeah, they, um, they, 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 um, cryo freeze you and then you just, just, just yeah. chill there for a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but yeah. So, um, once again, final thoughts on those pods. Personally, I wouldn't use them. Tom, I don't think you'd use them. Yeah, I wouldn't use them. But okay. please go try them out. You wanted like, to say something else? Let's yeah, um, yeah, definitely try them out, but don't don't have high expectations. Right. Don't don't have high expectations. Like I did. Um, yeah. I was interested. But I mean, yeah, they they are definitely interested, so please go try them out for yourself. Uh, we're going to head to our last story for the day. This is the staff ed. It's our Lessel View and it's called Teachers Thoughtless Group Projects Need to Stop. All right, so Tom, what did you think of this article? Um, I thought it was good. It was a good opinion article. I agree very much. I have. I don't think I've ever agreed with the staff ed more. Um, I hate group projects. I, I hate yeah. them so much. Like, I I haven't really been assigned a real group project. But when I hear about it, it's like, what what are we in high school? What? Yeah, because you're like, a freshman. Yeah, I'm a freshman. You could clear that up. You haven't had like a college group project. Yeah, I've not not like a real. I have like the, they were called group projects, but it's basically like class where um like group classwork. Yeah, classwork. Basically, we all like we'll be assigned like like four of us be assigned to read this this document, and then answer these questions. But like now, in the same document are, are separate documents to submit. Yeah. But we could like in contact a each room. other. Yeah. But which we never use, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. Let me tell you, Tom. It's awful. It's terrible. I hate it. I mean. I don't know if I've ever met someone who has like, man, I like love group projects. Like, I love like college group projects or whatever. Um, there, I mean, my experience. I don't want to say who, you know, what class it was or whatever, but it was basically like, you know, we had to kind of come together. We had to make an idea. We had to pitch it, um, and basically, we needed to make a video. We needed to make a presentation, and we needed to make like an like a essay, basically. And I was with people who did not care about the assignment. They didn't care because it was like an entry level class. Like there was a lot of people in here that were just like kind of just in it for the easy A or whatever. Not that it was an easy A, but like they were in it because it was entry level. They were probably trying it out or whatever, right? Meanwhile, I was serious about it. And these people like they, 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 (laughs) not only did they not like contribute, but when they did contribute, it was like a detriment to the project. I swear to God. It was it was so bad. How I was it a detriment? What did they do? Like they would be like, I guess you know, I guess today I'll work on the, the Google Doc or whatever, and they would format it terribly. They would like just get information straight up wrong about what we were doing. Like that sounds, that sounds like something I would I would have done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was not great. Um, I would have cared about the project, but I probably would have done it awfully. Yeah, like, badly. I mean, and um, I mean, once again, it's not like you can. You can't bl- place all the blame on, like, because it's easy to, when you're in a group project, be like, man, all these people are idiots, you know? Like, if I was doing this alone, like, I mean, because that's how I feel. <laughs> like, like I really feel like if I was doing that project alone, like, I would have done it better than how it actually turned out. But 
Um, but I, I, you know, ultimately that's like objectively not true because you you're not poor people, and you you can't say that these people don't care about the project because they do. It's just that group projects are hard to organize. It's hard to do, especially when you're like kind of control freak or whatever, like me. Uh, and this article it offers it offers up a lot of kind of cool explanation and also some solutions to uh, group projects. So I wanted to read a quote that I saw from the article. Uh, and it's, it goes, quote, One of the most common problems faced in group projects is the concept of social loafing. The idea that people put forth less effort when working in a group due to a lesser sense of responsibility than working individually. This can lead to some students who might normally be hard workers to put less effort in, forcing others to pick up the slack. Couldn't agree more. Have you ever had an experience with that, with that Tom, where maybe maybe you have somebody who's like a good student, but they leave stuff up to just somebody else? Not since like five years ago. I'm sure it happened sometime in middle school, but I've, I've not done a, a real group project yet. What was your worst high school group project experience? I don't think I really had like a bad one. Really? Can we think of just... The awkwardness of meeting new people they don't usually talk to. Mm-hmm. That's is there? I'm sure it's still there in college too, even though y'all basically, basically adults, some well, more than others. The awkwardness of meeting new people is it kind of goes away just because um, I don't know. I think because I mean I think a lot of the social kind of norms that you have in high school go away in college because in high school if you're put in a group project with like the popular kid or whatever, it's like kind of weird or whatever. Yeah. Cause, I mean, I certainly wasn't the popular kid. Uh, and, like, uh, but in this one, in college, I mean, like, you, everybody there is there for the same reason. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's just get this over with. Like, yeah. there's, it, I mean, it's still, once again, there's, there's still people you've never met before. There is inherently some awkwardness, but I don't want to say it's as bad as high school, but. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, we're all, like, adults here. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this this quote about social loafing really resonated with me because, uh, I I mean I think I experience it all the time with group projects where. I mean, basically, someone will just they they won't put any work in. Everybody's like, man, the group is gonna take care of this, you know, like they've got this covered. I think I'm gonna take it easy today. That's what every single person in the group is thinking, and suddenly you haven't met for like a month, you know, because <laughs> no one was doing anything. It's pretty bad. Uh, That's why I give that person a, a very specific role to work in the group. And that was a great transition into our next quote. Because uh, this was actually mentioned in the article. Uh, quote, a simple way for instructors to track individual efforts is by delegating roles to each member, leader, organizer, documenter, etc. This gives each person a role that can be graded on its own vi- virtues, but still requires teamwork to complete the task, simulating a workplace environment. This is so smart. Uh, I really think that, because, I mean, people always say, like, teachers always say, oh, we're doing group projects to prepare you for the real world or whatever, right? Like, this is what you're going to have to do in the workplace, right? Um, but I've done group projects in the workplace, and they have never been as bad as a group project that I did in a class. Because everybody in that workplace knows exactly what their job is. They know how they're going to benefit this project, right? I don't know if you've done any group work at the Alessal yet, but it's really pleasant because you you know what you're doing. Like, you know uh, what your roles are. Even if you are both reporters working on an assignment together, together you, you're both good at what you do. You're both experienced, and it makes it a lot easier to do, and you're better at 
working together. And maybe that just depends on the workplace. But Well, essentially, like all the work I do in the last two, I think is group work. Because, well, technically, yes. Yeah, because I have to, I talk to my editors a lot. I ask my reporters for people to interview. Like I make sure that it's just not me working on the, art- on the articles I'm writing. It's the whole yeah, and as, as, as soon as you submit it, the copy editors all look at it, and then mm-hmm. the editor-in-chief looks at it, the section editors look at it. It's a very collaborative type thing, and I've never had you know, some of the terrible experiences I've had with a group project at the Alessal. Um, yeah, any final thoughts on group projects? They need to stop. They need to stop. <laughs> they need to stop. <laughs> we need to put an end to group projects. Exactly. I think that um, the last quote in the article uh, that was mentioned about giving people specific roles is very important. I think that that is possibly the answer to a group project because, I mean, once again, the experience is always you don't even get a start until like a month in and you decide how this is going to go down. If everybody gets assigned roles right away, they know exactly what their role is before it, before they maybe even have an idea for the project, you know? Uh, I think it really helps out a lot. So... We're going to move into our final segment of the podcast. Uh, Tom, I don't know if I even told you about this, but every every week we do our obsessions, which is basically what what have you been watching? What have you been playing? What have you been listening to? What's your favorite new hobby? What's been getting you through, you know, like that article mentioned earlier, this very hard to stay motivated semester? Uh, What have you been doing? Uh, I can go first. Yeah, 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 you should go first. All right. I got I got a couple of things. All right. Um I've been watching uh it's a show called Nathan for You on HBO Max. This is a show that aired on Comedy Central a couple of years ago and it is hilarious. I had been watching like various YouTube clips of it for a long time, but I I'd, I'd only ever started watching the actual show recently. Basically, it's about a guy named Nathan Fielder. He uh, just goes around helping struggling businesses. And these are real businesses that he helps out. They're like, it's kind of like a half reality, like half prank show. And so he helps out these businesses with just terrible, terrible ideas. And uh, hilarity ensues. And um, I would definitely recommend checking it out. It's it's kind of like, like Borat or something in a way where this guy acts so stupid that he reveals how stupid other people are. It's really fun to watch. So uh, that's my obsession. What about you? Um, I got a lot of obsessions. Um, Tell me about all of them. Okay, so basically, MMA, training every day, wrestling, boxing, kickboxing, jujitsu, basically every day, and also weightlifting every day. I try to get some calisthenics work, works in, but I, I don't know calisthenics that well, so I don't get that much in. I write, like I write my, my own, like my fiction stuff, three pages a day usually, if not editing a story that I already wrote. And um and also yeah, of course work, school work and school work, but uh but also um quick shout out, a show I've been watching a lot, Babylon Berlin. It's a German show on Netflix. It's a detective show on Netflix that takes place in Berlin in nineteen twenty nine. Amazing show. Great show. I, any free time I have, I spend watching that. Have you ever seen The Man in the High Castle on Amazon? No, but I know what it is. I'd recommend I'd like that show a lot. Um, yeah, so for me, TV, for you, TV, and just the grind. The grind. Uh, sounds very good. Um, yeah, so that was our podcast this week, guys. 
Uh, this has been a Lessle After Hours. Uh, thank you for listening. Please listen to our, our other podcast, A Lessle News Bite. comes out on Monday. Uh, please read these stories that we talked about on alessalive.com. We've got all that and more. And, yeah, thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.